everybody. Special greetings to the physical audience that is here with us this evening and to everybody around the world that is watching us virtually. I'm here tonight with my fintech hat. I started my career on Wall Street right at the tip of Manhattan where the symbolic wall stood. And I'm happy to report to you that the 10-year-old at least fintech wave disruption of unbundling financial services has already succeeded. It's the disrupted capital markets, consumer banking, asset management, insurance. But this wave is not done. It continues. It continues because we have the scaling of disruptive technologies like blockchain and artificial intelligence, but most importantly, it's all about disruptive use cases, disruptive business models, and changing of the business culture. So let me take a pulse on what has happened. The unbundling phase of financial services may continue, but the core has already happened. Now we're in the rebundling phase. And rebundling has led to a, a new sort of trend called embedded finance, which wasn't clear three or four years ago. And embedded finance has taken two forms in the market. One stream of embedded finance is all about existing financial providers or financial players that are growing their stack of services. Give you an example, PayPal. PayPal is thinking of adding investing services in the US. Or Revolut. Revolut just announced that they will add buy now, pay later services to their stack. It's all about incumbents like JP Morgan, adding small business lending through fintechs to their offering. Another flavor is non-financial companies offering financial services. For example, Apple in the US offering their own credit card or Google in India offering small business lending or Shopify offering business banking for their businesses through Stripe. And this is mainly focused on the distribution of financial services. This has changed a lot and it has been predominantly the focus of the disruption up until now. On top of that, we have the emerging trend of disrupting the way financial products and services are manufactured. And there, we can look at enablers through blockchain. Let me give you a very characteristic example. Non-custodial wallets. The use of non-custodial wallets has risen exponentially over the past year. Give you a basic example. Metamask, 
non-custodial wallet, year-on-year growth, 19 times. Today, 10 million users of these non-custodial wallets. This is a very different wallet than the wallet we have on our smartphone. It's a self-sovereign wallet which holds assets. So here we have a disruption of the custody service, a basic service typically provided by banks or by fintechs. So all in all, we have these two distinct layers that are working in parallel at the distribution level and at the manufacturing level, of course, with different pieces in different regions and different adoption. In Africa, in the West and the East, North and South, financial services have been predominantly manufactured by banks. And now, experimentally, but suddenly, they're also manufactured by protocols of the type of Web 3.0, the future of Internet. In terms of distributing financial products, the traditional ones, it used to be a monopoly, the banks, and now, clearly, it is no more. They are distributed by banks, by fintechs, by tech firms in, in the East, and shortly, but slowly, by big tech. In general, what we have seen in this market during this phase of disruption that has predominantly been at the distribution layer, we have seen that public markets reward businesses that are offering financial services through platforms or platform-based ecosystems or super apps in China and Southeast Asia. These distributed technologies in private markets too have enabled companies to envision bold visions, bold manifestos, if you want, that can create complex ecosystems that are characterized by openness. I invite you to join me in looking at the vision and mission statements, the manifestos of some of these players. And I like to pick one from each category, from the incumbent banks, from the fintechs, from the big tech, and from those that are working at the convergence of Web 3.0 and manufacturing of financial services. Let's look first at an example from the big incumbents, a company that has not been shy to innovate in what I would call more traditional fintech, but also in the emerging and more disruptive blockchain space. And I choose JP Morgan. Jamie Dimon recently said that banks should be scared shitless, pardon my language, for the threat from fintech. 
and fintech there is an umbrella term of any disruptive technology. The mission statement of JP Morgan is to be the best financial services company in the world. Now from the fintech space, I picked the example of Square, a grown-up fintech that has already built, not a complex, but a two-legged platform based ecosystem with one platform for retail and one platform for businesses and now is branching out into open source technology with their um, Blue Sky project. The mission statement of Square is we believe everyone should be able to participate and thrive in the economy. And I add to that an example of a super app, a tech firm from the East, Alibaba. Their mission statement is to make it easy to do business anywhere. Let's look at the mission statement or the manifesto of one of the big techs. And I pick Amazon because for me, it is the most complex ecosystem from all the GAFAs. In 2002, that's nearly 20 years ago, Bezos put out a memo that is since then called the API or the Amazon Manifesto of Externalization. And I urge you to read the full five commandments of this memo. In a nutshell, he urged, he demanded the company to become an API first company internally. This is a mandate. And he was shrewd enough to say that whoever doesn't follow the commandments will be fired. And this was about turning the company, transforming the company to an API first company internally, but all these APIs had to be externalizable. And the last example is from a group of disruptors that are operating through blockchain at the Web 3.0 layer. And I take the example of Polkadot. Polkadot's mission is to make it easier than ever to launch, create, and connect decentralized applications with services and institutions. These are all examples of very different ways of operating, innovating, and using disruptive technologies. One thing is for sure, whether you are an incumbent, cannibalizing your business model and innovating, or you're a fintech, a tech fin, or a big tech, that is filling in a market need, one or many market needs, or you are a web 3.0 disruptor, innovator, changing the way custody, brokerage, lending, asset management is manufactured. There's one thing that is shared in common with these different innovators and forces in the market. And that is 
they all have an increased degree of openness. As a consequence of these different players operating differently but having this common characteristic, they are pushing around where trust as a service is delivered. One thing that has not changed and will not change is the fact that financial services are core to economic activity. Where they are manufactured, how they are manufactured, where they are distributed, how they are distributed, that is up for grabs and to be challenged. All four types of players, the banks, the fintechs, the big tech, the protocol infrastructure, layer one players, they're all driven, pushed, and challenged by the openness forces that have been unleashed in this market. Financial services are already increasingly distributed, and this trend is unstoppable. Decentralization is emerging, and it's only a question of at which level, at which granularity will it capture, scale, and be adopted, and reshape the landscape that is already much more distributed than it was five years ago. It is openness that you can think of as the Greek deity that is unleashed in the digital world that is transforming our economy. Financial services are going to be manufactured in a different way and distributed in a very different way than we know today. And this is thanks to openness, the unstoppable force.